Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. Well, Happy New Year! We've, yeah, we've had This a, is our first recording of the new year. Yeah, it is! Welcome to 2024! I'm still not used to saying that yet. No, I'm like, oh, it happened this year. I'm like, wait, no, it's January. I so, know. it happened last year. Wait, what? I'm confused. It's like every year this happens, and I'm like, this is so weird. And everyone keeps hitting me with, it's the first time I've seen you this year. Oh, I know. I, like, did, I made that joke, like, see you next year to, like, my clients, and I I did it, like, ironically, because I was like, I fucking hate people that do that. See you next year. Yeah, I was just like, I'm going to be the asshole that says it this year, and I was, and I don't care. I'm not mad about it. They say that 2024 is a very lucky year for couples to get married. Do you know why? No. Because of leap year. Oh, I made a joke to my boyfriend. I was like, I'll propose to you on February 29th. And he was like, okay. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> he was like, oh, because you're so traditional. I was like, absolutely. I'm very traditional. You propose to me or not? Uh, do not propose on my birthday, please. No, I know. Well, remember that movie? Did you ever see that movie, Leap Year? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I, you know what? I admire if a woman ballsy enough to do that. Personally, no. Yeah, just on a Leap Year. Yeah. And that's your birthday. So that's big, because you only really get a birthday every four years. Yeah, so apparently every fourth year is a lucky year. Oh, hell yeah. I love that for us. Makes sense. Sorry, this, my glasses are disgusting. So anyway. 20, yay! 2024. I swear, like, January and February, I have so, like, especially February to March, there's so many birthdays. Like, end of January is my mom, and then obviously beginning of February, February 6th is mine, and then there's Valentine's Day, and then there's Matt's birthday, and then there's your birthday, and then there's Julie's birthday. And I just found out my friend Erica from work, her birthday, her birthday is at the the end of January, too. And I was like, oh, my God, I got it. I am like, I need to figure shit out. Well, the rarest month to be born in is February. And then, of course, I was born on, like, the rarest day. Yeah, because you're a rare bit. 366 days this year. Nice. Amazing. We love it. Yeah. We love to see it. So I just saw 2024 was a really lucky year for couples to get married. And I'm like, I feel like every leap year should be a very lucky year for couples to get married. Well, you've got a year to plan it, so let's get going. I, oh, I also feel like I have to say this because I get this question all the time. Leap year is February 29th, which means that, you know, 29 days in February only happen every four years. People mm-hmm. don't know that. It's really weird that they don't know that. Because they'll be like, when are you born? And I'll say leap year. And they're just like, what's that? It's literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, people don't even know how to spell Montana either. Oh, do they spell it with two A's or two two N's? N's. Yeah. Because I'm like, how do you spell? I'm like, just like the state. And then that's what I get back. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I make up like a, you know, the banana song. Like, it's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. We got to do one for Montana. (laughs) It's Montana. M-O-N-T-A-N-A. I feel like they'll still add two N's because it right. Because I don't know. Yeah. Well, I get it. People are dumb. And how do they not... It's even in that, like, song, like, 30 days has September, April, June, and November, and all the rest have 31 except February, which only has 28, but 29 every leap year. 
That's a song. Well, it was like a little like rhyme or whatever. You don't remember oh, that? No, I yeah. never learned that. I always do that whenever I'm like, wait, does this have like 30 or 31 days? And I say, 30 days. <laughs> yeah. So that's depressing. Uh, people don't know leap year and people don't know how to spell Montana and kids don't know how to write by hand. So here we are. In this weird new world. 2024. Let's go. Did you see that thing? It was on Instagram and it was like um, the seventh grade class. And they're like, what do you think millennials want for Christmas? No. It was really funny. It was like. Do I um, know? Yeah. Some of it was like uh, like a retirement plan or like stuff for their aching joints because they're old. <laughs> or like, I don't know, soup. Millennials seem to really like soup. And I was like, I'm offended because I like all of these suggestions. <laughs> I know, but it's think funny when our generation passes and, like, you know, uh, Gen Gen Z comes to be our age now. They're like, oh, you guys weren't even old. I'm like, exactly. No. And then, oh, my God, there was this, there was this really, <laughs> there was this really funny video. I think his name is Taha. And he was like, what's it like? He's like, what, a, what it's like being a millennial hanging out with Gen Z. And it was just, like, it was so funny. Like, they were taking pictures, and he made this, like, he was, like, doing the crouchy pose that we all do. And they're, like, what are you doing? And he was, like, oh, do we? Okay. And then he's, like, standing up. He's, like, but, like, take it, like, higher. Like, higher. Like, not at eye level. Like, you need to go, like, higher. And then he, like, got down and, like, got up. And they're, like, oh, my God, what was that sound? Like, why does it sound, like, popping? And he was, like, it's my joints, but. Okay. <laughs> like, it's so true. I feel old now. I feel old. We took pictures, like, on our razors. Where, you oh, know. my God. I wanted a razor, but I didn't get one. I had a pink one. I wanted a pink razor. I cried about it, but I didn't get one. Lexi didn't get the pebble either, so here we are. We never had a sidekick either. I never had a sidekick. Our Blackberry always had the razor. Mm. God, remember T9? Yes. We had to work just to get a letter. You want that C? You got to hit it like three times. Kids these days don't know. They don't know. It's rough times. And the pictures you did take on your phone were so blurry. I know. I remember being on the bus and people had their like walker with them. Like your CD player. (sighs) Yeah, I used to do that. And then like if your CD got scratched, you were fucked. Yeah. It was always skip at that part fucking annoying and you're like holding it when you know a bump is coming because you're like please don't scratch please don't scratch and then it was like and you're like fucking damn it now my cd is scratched because you fucking went over a bump too hard how dare you in the big cd binders like for your car oh, when you cd player you always go through like what what am i in the mood for today my family made fun of what I would name my playlist all the time. They're like, Liz's breakup mix. I was like, okay. Or like, what the fuck does rainy day mean? I was I'm like, depressed, man. It's a rainy day. Exactly. I was like, it's my emo mix. And, you, I, and then, then you like get the popping, like the bumpy music, like when you're about to go out with your absolutely. friends. Get hyped up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, oh God, like I would make, I made my first love like so many mix cds that's what you did you I made know. mix cds and you drew on the cd you drew all like the, you put all the love songs God, on the absolutely. cd and then you gave them to your significant other absolutely i miss being a teenager in the 90s i know i miss that too honestly like early aughts was where it was at like 2005 2006 taking back such a good time it was okay so 
Did you ever have a Zanga or like a live journal or anything? No. Oh my God. This would be kind of a funny episode, actually. That's what MySpace was for. Well, but before that, before MySpace was like live journal and Zanga and all the blogs. And that's how like you had social media back in the day. So Julie, the other day, I'm calling you out, girl, because it's hilarious. Julie was reading her live journal and she was like, sent me some like entries and she was like, I was so emo and i was like girl you have no fucking idea and so we were just like chill, like exchanging them like back and forth like our like emo entries on live journal and we're like okay so we heard about two things getting drunk and boys and that's pretty much it like they were just like so emotional they're like i'm going to die without him it was just like it would be fun to like go back and read some of those entries again because i was reading them and i was cracking up like there was one and like, why would I post this on live journal? Why? Why would I post it on live journal? But it was like my letter to, I even wrote in the, in the heading, it was like my letter to Marlon. And I remember like Marlon and I had like a brief thing, like very like a long distance brief thing when I was like 15. And then like I went to Ohio for the summer and we like hooked up a few times. We were kind of semi-dating Looking back, like, I, I don't even count it as, like, a relationship. I really don't. I don't. Like, no offense. Okay, and there's a lot of relationships I don't count. Right. And it was just this whole letter just, like, detailing how he had hurt me and, like, all these things. And so I texted him and I was like, I just found a letter to you in my lab journal. And he's like, oh, my God, please send it to me. I was like, absolutely fucking not. This is so embarrassing. He's like, I fucking hate you. And I was like, I'm not sending it. It's embarrassing enough that I posted it. Well, remember in high school back in the day, your way of communication was writing notes, right? And passing them in class in the hallways and being sneaky about it. I still have a box here, has all like majority of my notes in there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, some of them are so different boys. We should read them on here. We should do, maybe we'll do that next time. That'd be kind of fun. I was like, these poor boys were so in love with me. And there's so many of them. And I just like, totally destroyed them I'm so sorry I wrote all my girlfriends letters and we'd pass like letters and notebooks throughout the day and me and Lexi and our friend Shannon had a binder and we'd like pass the binder around like every other oh, period that's smart it it was but like it was like Liz like since you have all the confidence like why don't you invite Taylor to hang out with us because he looks so hot and I was like mm, got you guys I'm gonna ask him tonight and see what he's doing like let's get some weed they're like Liz did you get your contact to get weed and I was like yeah bitch got a corner what are we doing it was just like so embarrassing I was so embarrassing and I have so I mean yeah I wrote all about Ezra oh sorry whatever <laughs> you know now i wrote all about him and you know what fuck i'm gonna call you guys out i wrote about ezra and i wrote about garth because i dated them you know what you guys both wrote public things about me in high school so i can fucking say your names now but like my whole life journal like half of it is just about them and i was just like jesus christ i (laughs) what in high school though um in class when i'd be like really bored i just school was not my thing until i got older so if i like saw like a really hot guy in the classroom i didn't really know about them i would like pass a note that just said you're hot oh my god the confidence astounding and they'd be so intrigued you know and they would like stare at me the rest of the class and try to write me notes later on i'm like i don't like you anymore yeah because you're like listen i just thought you were hot and then you like 
became like instantly attracted to me and I was like okay <laughs> bye I dated someone all so many I was like I yeah. was such a little twat yeah I would love to like get guys to hang out like to, to like hook up my friends like I was like I was like the matchmaker I was like yeah you want that dick I got you bitch I fucking got you so like, I, I like, I would like, I guess kind of flirt, but I was with like in serious relationships through most of high school. So was I, and I right. still did it. I, no, I hear you. I think I passed one guy a letter. There was one guy I was like obsessed with, which like, he wasn't even my type. He had blonde curls. I don't know why oh, I was gosh. like, I know, not my type at all, but I really liked him. But other than that, I was, I mean, I would like pull out letters that my first love wrote to me. And I would just, like, pour over them during class. Ugh. And plus, there was, like, tons of, like, rednecks at my school. And it's just not my thing. Like, I'm not into rednecks. Like, you are, if you are, like, do your thing. But, like, I'm more into, like, you know, I would, and still, even then, hipster guys, tall, skinny musicians, like, probably broody, emo. Like, that was, like, my shit. It hasn't changed much, guys. You would have gotten along in my high school just fine with Quite a few uh, boys there. There weren't enough there for me to really crush on, but it was fine because I was with like my first uh, love. My high school was huge. Well, I was with my high school my high sweetheart school was huge too, but it was mostly rednecks. I remember one time in Spanish class because I was still with my high school sweetheart, and I sat next to this guy and I thought he was so cute, and so I started like flirting up a conversation mm-hmm. with him. Do? I know, and got like we got flirty and stuff, and then. He left with me in class and was like, we were walking down the hallway together. I think he was like going to walk me to my next class. And then my high school sweetheart sees me and comes up and starts talking to me. I'm like, go away, go away. Yeah. It's my high school sweetheart. I'm like, go away, go away. Yeah, I'm trying like, to talk to this guy. Busy. Oh, I remember my high school sweetheart would like pick me up because he was older than me. And I would literally just like run out the doors and like jump into his arms. Like, so romantic. You're lucky. I was like the first one to drive out of everybody. So oh, I had to gosh. shuffle like everybody everywhere and it was annoying. Oh no. I. So it'd be like, hey, props, you take me home. Hey, props, you take me home. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can no. I get a ride to school? I'm like, oh my God. I let everyone Nature's. drive me. I let everyone drive me. But of course, like, nice me was like, oh, don't worry about gas money. It's fine. Yeah, sure. Because you're in high school. and you Yeah. Don't know I was working, though, with my money. I was still spending my money on gas. I just provided the drugs and the alcohol. And so, there well, you go. I did not. I was just, the, I was the car person. Mm. Well, hey, we both had our things. Flirty car person. Druggy. <laughs> <laughs> druggy theater girl. Wow! I didn't really get any, mostly just weed, weed and alcohol, but still just looking back and like reading things. I was like, oh my God, this is humiliating. It's like when like Facebook goes like memories and it shows you what you wrote in like 2009. I'm like, oh my gosh. They're fucking embarrassing. (laughs) They're like, who the fuck was I talking about? Like you write this like, these like lyrics or you're like, is feeling sad or like, come someone come cheer me up and you're like, shut up. Shut up. Oh, my God. You attention whores. Stop. Oh, and they'd be like, oh, I enjoyed our conversation last night. I really enjoyed this person's, like, whatever. And I'm like, who was I talking about? No, There's literally. so many different people. Who was I talking about? No, seriously. I like, I love having conversations with you at 3 a.m. Like, who was it? Oh, yeah, I've definitely done who that, Who was too. I talking to? I know. I know. I do the same thing. I even, like, I went, like, far back in my live journal, and it was like, well, you know who I'm crushing on. And I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Liz, who are you crushing on? Who is this? And they're like, and I was like, I'm not gonna name him. And I was like, name him. I don't know who you. Cr- 
<laughs> so be like, okay, two, 2009. Let's see. Who was in 2009? Was it this person? Was it that person? Oh, I mean, this went back to 2004 because I went back to like oh, the beginnings of my live journal, which were even worse than the older teenage ones. But I was just like, who the fuck did I? I don't remember liking anyone in 2000. I was. And I feel like you were so more eager to give your number out because, like, I see so many in my status. Like, I'm bored at work. Hit the cell. Here's my number. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just so openly there. Yeah. Or like, come visit me at work tonight, everybody. All the time. Like, I'm so bored. Mm -hmm. Come see me at work. Bring me chocolate. Yeah. Come do this. Come do that. And I was like, man. I was so openly. I would get my first love in trouble because he was like a parking attendant at this really nice restaurant. And I would, like, come over with, like, little picnic lunches and, like, fudge. And I would, like, sit with him on the bench. And then we'd, like, make out. And he'd get in trouble. And they'd be, like, you have to leave. And I was, like, okay. But I'd be, like, come back. This is so embarrassing. Uh, I miss the 90s and early 2000s. <sighs> Me too. Just a simpler time. And, like, also, like, it gave you pause. Like, if I was a kid now, and if I was a teenager now with, like, an iPhone, I'm screwed. Well, you know, relationships lasted longer because social media wasn't a thing. Yeah. And also, like, I mean, did you, I mean, I took a ton of, like, sexy pictures and still have. But, like, I mean, I still do. I take it but for my boyfriend. But when I was, like, 15, I was just taking, like, sexy photos for the world. No, I didn't do that. Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. It wasn't, like, it was more, like insinuating sexiness like i was in a bathtub and i'd have like one leg up and that's like all you'd see so you got you should have done only fans way back in the day i was very artistic you already started this whole thing i was so artistic or i'd take like pictures of me in my bathing suit like whatever but like even then like you had to like take the photos with a digital camera upload them to the computer and then put those on your myspace so there's three steps to it that you're like Hey, is this a good idea? Most of the time I thought, yes, because I was a stupid, horny teenager. But like now, like you could just be like, boop, like bra, underwear, whatever, 15 years old, post it. And then it's there forever. If any photos that are sexy are taken to me is because a friend took them. Oh, I'm sure there I are never tons like took of, it myself. There are tons of me out there floating. I don't give a fuck. I only send the good ones. So it's like whatever but i'm just saying it's just so much easier as a kid these days like it would just be so much easier like a guy's like you're hot can i see your boobs and you're like oh my god yeah okay and then you're like a boob shot you know and you just send it we couldn't yeah send a boob hit back in the day what is that yeah you're like is that a boob is that a leg what is that exactly and you have to ask because it's blurry you're like what the fuck that's not poop yeah it's just I just think about that. I'm like, it's little, but it's there. It's just I don't know, the same. I feel that way to this day. But anyway, maybe we should do that next week. Take boob shots? No. Oh, oh no, no, <laughs> no, no. Read our read our old stuff. I'll read really no, really notes on here. Shit, It'll I'll be do it. Hilarious. We'll do a poll and see if people want to see that. I'll do it. Because I, I mean, yeah, Julie and I were reading our stuff, and she and she had posted a conversation between her and her first love, and she said, "Why did I put this on live journal?" Why didn't I put this on live journal? And I was like, no, I, did I, the have, same I still have the notes. I'll just read straight from the notes. Oh, and like God. Blow off the dust. Yeah. I mean, I still have love letters from my first love. I still have them. I was reading them, some of them like a while ago, but it brings you right back. Oh, I know. I think like, like you remember where you were when this happened. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I remember this. Yes. Or you forgot about it. And yeah. you're like, how could I forget 
about something like that. I've been so nostalgic lately, just like reading old stuff and being like, oh God, my heart. It's just like, it's just, it's put you in your feels. So anyway, let's do a poll and we'll see if anyone actually wants to hear about us in high school. Let's do it. All right. Let's get to Rex. Do you have any good Rex this week or non-Rex? I do. Uh, it was the cutest movie ever, and it was an A24 film, and I apparently there were YouTube videos, like, yeah. way back in the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes. Marcel the Shell with Shoes. Yeah. That's about, is that a turtle? No, he's a little talking shell. I feel like I remember And all he that. wants to do is find his family. Aww. It's so cute. I loved Aww. it. It was adorable. Okay. So that's your wreck? Yeah. Love that. Marcel the Shell with Shoes. And I have a non-rec. Okay. Sorry, Ryan, but I'm shouting you out. He's so funny because he's always wants to watch these chick flicks where I'm like, let's watch someone get murdered or let's watch this horror film. Like and he's just like, let's watch a love story. He wanted to watch Love Actually. <gasps> oh, I love Love Actually. No, it was terrible. Okay. Well, Made it halfway. It was terrible. How do you like that movie? How do you not like Love Actually? It was boring. It was cringy. Oh. I did not like it. I mean, halfway. And he even had to rethink it. And he's like, let me rewatch this again on my own. Because, yeah. I like some of the stories. But I don't like all of the stories in Love Actually. So wow. I only made it halfway through the movie. Mm. I couldn't do it anymore. Just a classic. I know. And I don't know why y'all are obsessed with it. And you can add me for it. I don't care. I didn't watch it it. this year, though. I usually do, but I didn't watch it this year. So. It's my Mm non-rec. Okay. People are going to be like, fuck you. I think a lot of people hate Love Actually, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I think they actually do. So I don't think. But there are people that also, like, really love it. It just depends. No. I'm good. I used to love it. I'd have to watch it again. Because I think, like, some, like, it's just. It's older, so like it's a little un PC, and they say some stuff and do some stuff, and you're like, mm, okay. Plus, some of the stories are sad. There's like two stories in there that I don't like. I don't like. But just the th- fact that it bothered me that his his guy was in love with his best friend or his best friend's wife. And yeah, I didn't get to the ending of that, but I'm like, but this is. You didn't see the iconic scene. Is that appropriate though? <laughs> Is it appropriate? With the, with the is it appropriate though? Probably not, but she already figured out that he was in love with her based I on got the video. Past that. I know, I got past that part. Yeah. I'm like, how? So, like, what? No. He was just saying, like, cool. hey, this is never going to work, and then maybe one day I'll end up with one of these women. It was like Kate Moss and Claudia Schiffer and Naomi Watts and stuff. But he's like, but until then, like, you're wonderful or whatever. It's been a long time since I saw it. Is it appropriate anyway, now? But sweet. Anyway. I, I, st- I like that part, Anyway. So that's a non-rex. Do you have any other non-rex or rex? Because um, I got shit to say. We've watched a lot of stuff. I'm just, it's been a long time since you and I have been together. So I I'm like, don't know. I don't write anything down. I'm still watching Ozark. I do like Ozark. Okay. I'll put that on the list. Nice. That's all I got. That's all all right. I got right now. Top of my head. That's all I got. Okay. Should I start with non-Rex or should I start with Rex? Non-Rex. Okay. So I was listening to, I think it was a podcast or something. And there was this like director and he was like, oh, this movie is the scariest horror movie I've ever seen. Like it's, and I was like, oh, cool. Like I love a scary horror movie. It's called The Vanishing. It's from 1988. It's a Dutch film. 1988. 1988. 
Good and, year. And uh, and like hey, it's, it's my birthday. <laughs> no, I mean I just don't like this movie. Okay. Um, and it was uh, this husband and this wife, and they're going on this like trip. And she's like, oh, hey, I just like this up at a gas station. She's like, I just need to use the restroom. I'm going to get a, a beer and like a soda and I'll be right back. Obviously. She never she, came back. She vanishes. So then like you flash to the husband. He's freaking out. He's trying to find her. He's like, we can like save all like the coins in the coffee shop to get like DNA evidence. And the guy's like, that's like fucking nonsense, dude. That, that's not going to work. That You know how many people touch coins? Yeah. So he's like, he's obviously horrified and then it cuts to this guy and you see him and he's driving in his car is this a boyfriend wreck no actually i saw the director said it was a really good horror movie so i was like oh i want to see it because if he says it's terrifying like i gotta see it anyway so it flashes to this guy he's driving his car and then you see him putting on a cast tucking something into the cast and like putting on glasses so he like is faking an injury like Ted Bundy kind of and then but it doesn't show anything it just shows like snips of him like snippets of him like you see him like pulling a mattress into this like largely abandoned house you see him like like soaking like something into a rag pressing it into his face you see him like marking like things down like I don't want to give it away if someone wants to watch it but honestly it was just super fucked up and even my boyfriend was like I did not like that. And I was like, me either. He's like, it wasn't scary. I was like, it wasn't. It was just like fucked up. Just really fucked up. So non-rec. I'm sorry. Whoever, whatever director that was that recommended that movie, fuck you. The Conjuring is way scarier than that bullshit. I did not like it. I didn't like it. And, I, and I've been getting into true crime. So it's not that. I love true crime. Yeah, I do too. But that, I just, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like it. I just thought it was fucked up. Remember in Scream, never say you'll be back because you won't be back. Yeah. So that is, that's a non-wreck. That's what Ted Bundy did. He faked injuries to Mm -hmm. get women to help him. And that's where they actually got um, Buffalo Bill from. Silence of the Lambs did the same thing. And that's where Mm -hmm. they got it from was Ted Bundy. Right. That's right. Yeah. Because he was like have a broken arm and stuff. He'd be like, can you help me put this in my van? Yeah. No, I don't fuck with that shit. I'm like, well, sorry. Sorry. And can you imagine, like, in real life, if someone did that, I would totally go true crime and be like, you know what? I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Creepy old man in a van type thing. No. I, I'm a mm-hmm. bitch. Huh. I just, I don't trust you. No, I've talked about that couple I've of Schiller. I've seen too much true, true crime. Yeah. I've talked about that couple, couple of Schiller that, like, were, like, across, like, kind of far away and they wanted to see my tattoo up close. And I was like, no. Because they were in a big fucking van. They're like, can you come here? My girlfriend's a tattoo artist. Absolutely fucking not. Oh, uh, why don't you just come over to me and not in your van? Yeah, exactly. I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to stay here. And she's like, I really do. I, I'm a tattoo artist. It's beautiful work. I was like, cool. I think I'm fucking stupid. No, I'm not fucking going over there. So anyways, I just, I hated that. I mean, and to be fair, God, I have a lot of wrecks now that I'm thinking about it. I have been listening to a lot of true crime stuff. Um, because I actually want to do like a whole episode about like 
like odd disappearances and murders in national parks because like it's like really because of missing 411 that oh, guy oh i never saw that thing you sent me Dang, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah yeah it's okay but it's just this guy who's exploring all these like missing people in national parks that have no explanation and these are the missing people that it's clearly not an animal attack and there's no sign of homicide or kidnapping they just vanish so he's like writing a whole list on it, it goes but when, beyond true crime. Exactly. And when he was asking the like National Park database for a list, first they said they wanted all this money. And then they were like, well, the list doesn't exist. But if it did exist, we're still not giving it to you. And he's like, okay, there's obviously a fucking list. So it's just I haven't watched a documentary yet because I have to like download another app to watch it. And the book itself was like $143. Because there's only like 80 copies in print, which is fucking annoying. But the concept is really interesting. So I've just been watching like, watching and reading like tons of true crime stuff. See, I would totally do episodes on that. Yeah. Like I love National that stuff. Park Park. Good stuff. Yeah, I love National Parks. I love true yeah. crime. What do you think I listen to during massage? I know. I was like, that's why I was like, we got to do something like this. So I've just been binging that. And I was just listening to one about the uh, Slender Man murders. Oh, I, I uh, listened to a podcast on that, too. Yeah. And I'm just like, people... Those girls are fucked up. It's horrible. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah. They were fucking... They had it all premeditated for months. Yeah, and they blamed it on him. Yeah. Because they're like, well, he kind of, like, made us do it because we created him. Yeah. And you're like, Slenderman ain't real. They created him. I know. Well, well, they, got the... well they become obsessed with, like, the yeah. whole... The creepy the story behind thing. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As for the recs, um, first, I got to shout out Julie because uh, for a very early birthday present, she took me to Moulin Rouge on Broadway. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. They like add some like new songs and they change the story just like ever so slightly, just very slightly to make it make a little bit more sense. The acting was fantastic. The singing was great. The modern songs in it like were so awesome and I, it was just it was fucking fantastic we did have this woman with the biggest head i've ever seen like right in front of us like no it like even julie was like like what is up with her head like it's huge i was like no like literally like it's insane like no offense but it was just like it was huge like i had to like i had to look here and like sometimes i'd be like breathing on julie because i'm like trying to see the stage i was like girl you got a head on you babe I had someone I used to work with message me and was like, this is a random question, but were you at Moulin Rouge the other night? And I was like, no, it's not my thing. Yeah. He goes, oh, well, well, your doppelganger was there. Weird. Yeah. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." no. I was like, my friend went. Yeah. I was like, maybe you're just thinking of our podcast. Like, I know he listens or anything. But yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. What's not me? Yeah. I wouldn't have expected to see you there. I mean, it was great. It was beautiful. It was an amazing present. So thank you, Julie. I love you. Also, well, let's start with this and then I'll end with my favorites. Um, my boyfriend, his favorite show is Better Call Saul. Right. Yeah. So but <laughs> don't tell me anything. So don't say anything. I've never seen Breaking Bad, which everyone oh, I know, everyone is astounded by. I love Breaking Bad. I know. So we've been like binging it we're already on season four breaking bad <laughs> yeah oh, you like it yes yeah science it's fucking know? dark it's so dark and i i mean like you can't handle ozark but you can handle breaking bad I, I can't tell you why don't know why <laughs> i don't know why i think it's just because like 
it's like Walt gets into it for a good reason. But he so quickly becomes the villain and likes. I to love be the Walt. Villain. I hate Walt. I love Walt. I hate. That's Walt. how I feel I love too. Walt. I hate Walt. I'm That's like, how I feel too. Dude, yeah. He he comes a hero. Then he's yeah. a, he gets carried away. He's a uh-huh. dick. He yeah. lets the power go to his head. Like mm-hmm. say my name. And then he just he does become the villain. He's the villain. I'm like, how yeah. many times did you dick Jesse over? Literally so many times. And Jesse's my favorite. Jesse's my favorite too. I love Jesse. Jesse's my favorite, and Saul obviously because he's fucking hysterical. <laughs> Hate Skylar. Hate Marie. I love Hank. I know it's weird because he's a DEA agent, but he's like a good man. But I'm in season four, so I like shit's just getting crazy. So are you gonna do Better Call Saul? Yes. That's 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 my boyfriend's favorite show. So that's what he wants to watch. I will warn you though, it is very good. It's low burn. It is very good, but like the last season was so hard to get through. What breaking bad? No. Better call Saul. Yeah. Yeah. It goes like just so you know yeah i mean i figure but it, it's a good show like it keeps you yeah. very intrigued however better call saul is dark too yeah he said that yeah so i just want you to handle oh sorry but you can handle like breaking bad and well like i said breaking bad it kind of like slowly gets you into maybe there's like, more the comedy into breaking bad well but the, what i'm the saying relationship between jesse and walt i think is hilarious they're hilarious. That's what I'm saying, though. It starts off as, like, Walt's this guy who's trying to do right by his family. That's true. And it's, like, he's – it's just – it starts off so small time, That's you know? Fair. Like Yeah, Ozark like, started right, right out of the gate. Exactly. Okay. Ozark's, like, dark. And Breaking Bad was, like, oh, okay, this is kind of fucked up, but, like, fun and, like, kind of funny. Like, when, like, Jesse, like, is, like, having sex with a neighbor in the first episode and, like, rolls out of the house. Yeah, it's, like, it was funny. It was funny. And then Saul gets introduced. He's hilarious. I love Aaron Paul. But, like, it's just, like, there's this, like, slow, it just, Walt's slow unraveling. It's relatable. Yeah. I feel like. I mean, as weird as that sounds. I fucking love Jesse. I mean, honestly, Jesse's my favorite. You're almost done, girl. It's five seasons. That's it. I'm telling you. He only wrote it for five seasons. Yeah. That's it. We've been binging it. It's I know. Good. I told him too. Like the minute I met Gus, I was like, "No, he's the scariest motherfucker of all." I, I hate Gus. Mike is my favorite. I love Mike. He, oh, especially in uh, Better Call Saul, I love Mike. I love uh, he's my. He is my Mike. absolute favorite in both those. What I basically said to Matt was like, Jesse is like a small explosion, kind of like he doesn't really have like a handle on his emotions, and he like does these like crazy stupid things. But yeah. he's like a good. He person. acts out just. Yeah, he like hacks out like a small explosion. Walt is a fucking wildfire. You get that motherfucker going, he can't control himself. Like he does some crazy ass shit when he's pissed off. Like, like he's crazy. Gus is like a fucking cold edged sword. He's fucking terrifying and lethal and he Mm -hmm. will fucking get you before you know what is happening. And that's why he's like the scariest. I'm like, this motherfucker runs all these people like thugs and they like respect him. He's the one to be afraid of. Like that man's seen and done some shit. So yeah, ben- I did the Breaking Bad tour in New Mexico. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I would do that. Going to all the places that they filmed. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I would do that. That would be fun. I really like it. Jesse's my favorite. He's my favorite. Well, Mike is my absolute favorite. 
love my So you're going to be like, guys, I recommend Breaking Bad. And they're going to be like, yeah, Liz, it's been around it's, since like 2004. This is just like when... <laughs> Everyone's seen it but you. No, literally, this is just like when um, T showed me um, Fast and Furious. And this was like 2018 when we were dating. And I texted my family and I was like, guys, I just watched Fast and Furious. And my dad's like, welcome to the fucking 90s, Liz. <laughs> I'm slow, but I I got on it okay. So thank you. Anyway, um, I have uh, other wrecks, um, and this is a, a book series. And the first one is called Fourth Wing. Oh, oh my god! Oh my god! I started it on vacation, and I read both books within a matter of days. I was like, I could not put it down. And, like, every time I was out with, like, my boyfriend's family, like, I love them. We had a blast. But I was like, I need to know what happens <laughs> in Fourth Wing. Because basically, I'm not going to give away the plot, guys, but there are dragons. And these dragons bond with writers. And, like, through that bond, the writers can channel the dragon's magic. And there's, like, all different types of dragons. Like, there's red, orange, and they all have, like, different qualities and whatever. And basically there's this girl, Violet, and she wanted to be in the scribe quadrant. Like she was going to research, study. She was just going to like have her life like in the, in like the libraries and like studying and like a quiet existence. And then like a few months before her mom's like, nope, you're going to become a dragon rider. And she's pale and she's weak. And I think she has Ehlers-Danlos syndrome because her joints constantly go out of place. Um, So she's like you wouldn't expect her to like be able to be a writer. Like she hasn't been training her entire life for this, you know? So that's all I'm going to say. It's a fucking amazing book. I laughed. I cried. There's like enemies to lovers. It's, it's got everything you want in a good fantasy book. Dragons that talk to you and give you magic. I'm sorry. Sign me up. Hello. Thank you. (laughs) Obsessed with it. Obsessed. So those are amazing books. And my sister and Julie, again, we've all been like reading it. And so we'll like text each other and like send videos about it and like theories. And it's just like, that's been my life lately. So there's that. And then my client gave me a book, but I haven't really gotten into it yet. So, so we'll have to wait for that recommendation. Those are my wrecks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Uh, you want to get into it? Yeah. Okay. So. Obviously, we've done Am I the Asshole post before, and this is a BuzzFeed article um, called... The first Am I the Asshole. Remember how much that blew up? Dude. You had to take it down because people we were getting so nasty. We had like 2,000 comments. People were getting so nasty. I know. We're like, we're not about spreading negativity like yeah. this. Like, you can have your opinion. Say your opinion, yeah. but don't attack other people for yeah. their opinions. People were even coming to us, and I was like, we didn't fucking post this. I, I mean, we posted it, but we're not the ones that wrote it. We just gave our opinions as massage therapists. Jesus. Okay, we'll, we'll see if any of these blows up. Um, so this is called, Here Are Nine Am I the Asshole Submissions from the Holiday Season Where Both People Were Declared the A-Hole. Now you have to decide who's the bigger a-hole. Ooh. And it's by Ajani Bazile Dukes uh, on the BuzzFeed staff. And I'm not going to, like, 
Do we have to explain why Amra the asshole is? I don't think so. Do we? I don't think so. You just determine if they're the asshole or not the asshole. Yeah, but in this on... case, we're determining who's the bigger asshole. Yeah, it's on Reddit. And I'm not going to really like, read the whole article. I'm just kind of going to get into the, yeah. the nitty gritty of it. So, number one, am I the asshole for telling my parents to pick between me and my sister for the holidays? I, 28 male, am currently quite estranged from my family. I have a younger sister, 27 female. When one of my friends, 28 male, started dating my sister, I hated it at first, but eventually I gained a best friend. They got married in 2018 and I was the best man. He is now like my brother. We are that close. In 2020, my sister cheated and left him for another guy. My parents were incredibly upset, as was I. My sister immediately moved in with this new guy. My parents knew I was pissed, but had to support their daughter. In 2020, when my sister's second wedding happened, I didn't go. My dad and I had it out over it. My mother tried playing peacekeeper for the family. My parents then started giving me the silent treatment. When the 2020 holiday season came around, it was the height of COVID. My parents said that I should just do my own thing that year because they didn't want me possibly spreading anything to them. My exact response was, quote, if you were worried about catching diseases from other people, shouldn't you be more worried about my sister? I mean, she's the one who likes to sleep around, end quote. Oof. Oh, God. My dad and I had another fight. I hardly spoke to my family in 2021. My parents would send me texts like, when you're ready to apologize, we'll be here. I responded with a Bible verse about adultery and how they support it. I was berated again, and we hardly spoke until October 2021. Last year, I was told that we were doing Thanksgiving at my sister's place, and if I wanted to come, I needed to apologize to my sister and her husband. I laughed. Her ex-husband and I were still friends, so I went to his family's Thanksgiving. His mom posted me with her family on Facebook and tagged me with a quote about family being those you choose. I never told her to post it, but my mom saw it and was furious. This year, my plan for Thanksgiving is to go to that family again. My mom called and said she wanted to host this year. I asked if my sister and her husband would be there. My mom said, of course, they're family. I said, so was her ex-husband, but I saw how you treated him and me. So, no thank you. Yesterday, my dad called and said my mom is distraught and has been for years. She wants us all to get along, so I need to do the right thing. I said I'd come to the dinner if my sister isn't invited. He said that he wouldn't do that to family. I said he did that to me for two years. He claimed I did it to myself. My mom is now saying it was my dad who has been the hard ass about this the whole time. I said she should have divorced him then because I'm not putting up with this crap anymore. Either my sister isn't invited or I don't come. User BrithAVX. Okay. So what do you think? It says, who is the bigger asshole? The guy who told his parents to choose between him and his sister is the bigger a-hole or the parents are the bigger a-hole? He, I think he is. You think he's the bigger a-hole? Than, his, than the parents? Because, like, I okay, agree. Because, like, think about it. You cheat. Let's say you cheat on your husband. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I feel like your parents are going to be upset about it, but they're still going to support you because you're their daughter. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. And I think they want you to be happy overall. They're still going to give you shit about it. Yeah. They may not love it. No, but they're still going to support you. And I agree. And want you to be happy. I agree. I mean, I definitely think what she did was wrong. Very wrong, yes. But that's their daughter. I mean, I've done a lot of fucked up things in my family, like, never disown me. 
And so, I mean, I think that's just like what you do when you're a parent, like you like you stand by your kids and you can tell them like, Hey, what you did was fucked up. We still love you. We'll always love you, but this is pretty fucked up, but they're going to be on your side for the most part. But this guy, and I understand that's his friend and he's upset, but he's holding this grudge and yeah. holding this grudge is causing a rift in the family. I agree. And just be the bigger person. Yeah. Just for like, like I don't agree with your lifestyle choices, but you're my sister. Yeah. They need to talk him and his sister alone. I don't know. Cause as of now, like now he's isolating his whole family. Now he's like, mom, you should divorce dad for being a hard ass. Like, eh, no, you're being a bit of an asshole. You know, my brother and his ex-girlfriend, they broke up and mm-hmm. they say it was mutual and there was other things to it, of course. And I really liked her and she was a really good friend. And mm-hmm. of course he was like, well, and he just, said don't talk to her because that hurts me that you're still friends with her blah 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 mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's this other girl that came into the picture mm-hmm. you know and he you know eventually married her mm-hmm. and I wasn't happy with his decision in the whole process of how I handled it and all mm-hmm. of a sudden oh hey you have another girlfriend like mm-hmm. a day later how does this happen yeah mm-hmm. but he's still my brother yeah and I would never ever do that to my parents or yeah. say hey you have to choose between me and my brother because no. my brother makes stupid decisions if my sister was pulling a Walt and, like, making meth, we might have some words. We might have some words, you know? I'm, I, we'd have some words. But, like, other than that, like, she's my sister. Your siblings make stupid decisions. Yeah, we both, Lexi and I have both done fucked up things. And it's like, I'm always going to be on her side because that's my sister. Yeah. All right, let's see what everyone else thought. Okay, so 52% said the guy, the brother, is the bigger asshole. I agree. And 48% said the That's a close parents. call. That's very close, yeah. All right, number two. Number two. <clears throat> Am I the asshole if I opt out of Thanksgiving with my parents because my brother and new wife, who left me out of their wedding, will be there? That sounds like a common theme. I don't know. Maybe it's the holiday theme or something. Probably. Probably Holidays holiday are theme. hard. Okay. My brother and I are eight years apart. I'm older. Since he was about 12, I've lived in another state. We aren't close, but we hang out a few times a year and it's easy and fun. I recently moved to the same city he and my parents lived in. I have envisioned us getting closer, but it never really happened. He's the king of I'll call you tomorrow with zero follow-ups. It hurts my feelings, but I've accepted it and take what I can get. He got married this past September. I was told that there was no wedding party because his wife's family is too big for her to make choices and she didn't want to leave people out. I was given instructions to get a gray suit and that I'd be given a blue tie for pictures. On the day of the wedding, I was hanging out in the men's dressing room and I saw that my brother had a gold tie and that his friend had a gold tie and that his old bandmate had a gold tie. Odd, but I didn't think too much of it. The ceremony started and I was sitting in the audience. The music started and there was a procession. My brother's two gold tie friends walked in and lined up on stage left and his wife's sister and her husband walked in and lined up on stage right. The non-existent wedding party. At this point, I had an almost out-of-body experience. The ceremony was a blur. After the ceremony, we took pictures, which means I took one picture with my brother and that was it. I spent the cocktail hour in a stall in the bathroom, embarrassed and hurt. I made it through dinner okay, and instead of cake, my brother had made a ton of his specialty cookies for dessert. I'm allergic to the recipe, as is, but with a simple tweak, I can have them. 
He didn't make any for me or even warn me that this was happening so I could bring my own dessert. Anyway, I left the second dancing started. A week later, I sent the newlyweds a letter saying, basically, I thought things would improve once I moved here, but this wedding has shown me that we don't have a relationship outside holidays at mom and dad's house, so let's just keep it real and I'll see you there. Being disappointed all the time isn't healthy for either of us. The problem is that Thanksgiving is upon us, and not only will they be at my parents' house, but they were bringing a couple friends with them, <clears throat> so I will really be outnumbered. I want to opt out of the dinner. That was by user L. Mangosto. So who do we think is the better, bigger a-hole? The brother who wants to skip Thanksgiving or the brother who got married and left his other brother out? What do you think? I think the brother who got married is the bigger asshole. Yeah. Because his brother tried to have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. They told his brother that he that they aren't having a wedding party, and then they do. And then on top of that, they didn't even, like, think to, like, make anything for him for dessert, which I'm not saying they had to, but he could have brought his own. So I think the other brother was a bigger a-hole. What do you think? I agree. Okay, let's see what Reddit said. Okay, 65% agree with us and say that the brother who got married is the asshole. But 35% thinks the brother who wants to skip Thanksgiving is the asshole. I don't think so. Am I the asshole for saying that my kids can never be around my mother-in-law's husband after what he did at Thanksgiving? Okay. We spent Thanksgiving with my mother-in-law and my stepfather-in-law. I always tell my kids they don't ever have to give hugs or kisses if they don't want to. I like that. I do too, actually. My daughter, five, seems to feel bad for my mother-in-law and hugs her. My son, seven, chooses not to, and that is his choice. My mother-in-law is pretty much the only person he doesn't hug. Oof. She isn't a terrible person, but I've always gotten the feeling that she doesn't really like any of us. There are some cultural differences, and she is also extremely awkward around children. Anyway, we went because my kids love seeing all of their step-cousins, and it is always a good time. When we got there, my son wouldn't hug my mother-in-law, but hugged everyone else. I don't think she even wants a hug. I think this embarrasses her. My husband tried to guilt trip my son, and I shut that down because I don't tolerate emotional manipulation. Fair. My mother, at some point, needed a shallot and sent her husband to the store. He brought one of his grandkids with him and came back with candy for all of the kids, including my daughter, but none for my son. Mm. Yeah. When I give him a what-the-fuck look, he said, but I thought I didn't owe anyone anything and I'm not responsible for other people's feelings, which was the language I've used to explain why I don't force my kids to give hugs. My son was clearly very upset because he was being excluded, but also because he likes my mother-in-law's husband a lot. My mother-in-law's husband said he doesn't like how my son treats his wife, and he knows it sucks, but kids have to learn hard lessons sometimes. I took my daughter's candy away, gave it back to him, and we left. I said that ma'am will never see my son again. If my mother-in-law wants to visit our house, she can, but my kids will never see him again. This sucks because they have gotten close to his grandchildren, and when I asked about scheduling playdates, all three of his children told me that if I do this, they are done with me. My husband doesn't like what he did, but he thinks I'm overreacting. He says his stepfather is from a different generation and a different culture, and we should try to talk it out, but I feel like for a grown-up to do that to a kid is straight-up evil. And this is a, the user deleted their profile, so just a deleted. Um, I don't think that was right for him not to, to buy candy for everyone else and mm-hmm. not him because they're children. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel like a lot of kids are like that. Hey, why don't you give so-and-so a hug? Mm. No, 
no, I don't want to. And I don't want to force my child to give someone a hug. They don't want to give a hug. It'd be different if my child was being like mean mm-hmm. or evil to yeah. this woman. Absolutely. But he just doesn't want to hug her. That mm-hmm. shouldn't be a big issue. Yeah. I agree. So do you think that the father and mother-in-law's step, step or whatever husband is a dick? For doing that, I think so. But I think that it got blown up, like, out of proportion. Mm-hmm. So I think that the father, not the father-in-law, but it sounds like the lady's husband mm-hmm. said, we need to talk it out. And I think that this should be talked out. Agreed. Because I think it was something small that just kind of blew up. And Yeah. But I'm like, you're an adult. <clears throat> just, it's a child. Buy him candy. Mm-hmm. I think definitely one of these, like, everyone sucks here posts. Like I do agree. <clears throat> everyone's an asshole. But I do think that they need to talk it out. And she is like, like, I was thinking something so much worse. Like, they'll never see that man again. It's like, that's what he did? Like, yeah, it was a dick move. But it's not like he hurt your kid. No. That's why I said I think it was blown out of proportion. Yeah, I think so, too. I think she's, like, a little too sensitive, which I hate saying that. But I think, I just, I I don't think she handled it very well. I don't think anyone handled it very well. But... To cut off your kids from the rest of their family because of, like, this, like, small thing. It's pretty, pretty stupid. So is there a percentage on there? Let's say. Okay. Wow. What? People disagree with us, Montana. They think the stepfather-in-law is the bigger a-hole, 72%. And 28% believe the person who won't let their in-laws see their kids is the bigger asshole. Well, no, I do think he was a bigger asshole for what he did. So I'm like, that's a child. You're a grown-ass man. <coughs> but how she reacted, like, you'll never see my children again. Like, that's that's unrealistic, I think. And They're both assholes. The whole situation is just weird. They're both <laughs> assholes, but I think she overreacted, and taking her kids away is kind of shitty. Yeah, and it's like, well, he doesn't hug my wife. Everyone sucks here. It's, it's like everyone sucks. Everyone sucks. So that's how I feel about it. Um, yeah, he shouldn't have kept candy away from a kid, but she shouldn't have made it into such a big thing. There, like, when I was growing up, there were certain people who made me extremely uncomfortable, like, as Mm -hmm. a child, Mm -hmm. and I just never wanted to be around them. Well, children are also more intuitive. Yeah, Like, sometimes there is a legit legit reason why a child doesn't like you. Yeah. And so... They're on different energy frequencies. Yeah, because we've talked about this, because my mom and I... Because I'll be like, there was these like uncles and men that I was totally comfortable with. And then there were like some other men that I would see. And I was like, so uncomfortable. I didn't want to be around them at all. And it was like, they never forced me to like, sometimes I go hide up in my room because I didn't want to be around. them. Oh, that's not a good feeling at all. No, it was not. That's a whole other thing. But yeah, I just think everyone sucked in that situation. (laughs) That's fair. I agree. I agree. Everyone sucks. All right, let's go on to number four. Am I the asshole for putting my foot down and not allowing my mother-in-law to come for Christmas? My mother-in-law is a horrible person who loves to create drama whenever she can. Last Christmas, we got both of our kids different gifts because one was a 13-year-old girl and one was a 10-year-old boy. My mother-in-law decided to tell my daughter that she didn't get as many gifts as my brother and that we spent less on her, basically trying to get our daughter to believe that we loved her less. We then had to deal with a crying 13-year-old on Christmas. 
My mother-in-law has also bought super expensive gifts for people specifically to upstage everyone. She will even make a point of mentioning in front of people how much a gift costs. She called up to ask what we would be doing for Christmas since it's our turn to host. I mentioned that my wife and I wanted to have a potluck at our place. She then proceeded to explain to me how we shouldn't let some family members cook certain foods because of instances when they messed up and ruined the dish, which isn't true. She's just stirring up more drama. I then decided to put my foot down and told my wife that I do not want her at her house starting drama on Christmas and that her phone call was the last straw. My wife is completely against it and thinks I'm being incredibly cruel to her mom and doesn't want to exclude her. And that's by user throwaway T8CJD. <clears throat> so what do you think? Here are your thoughts first. Well, obviously she's the bigger asshole. The mother-in-law. I agree. Yeah, but that's hard. That puts his wife in a bad situation because it's like, well, that is my mom. And I get how she is. And mm-hmm. like, you're my husband and you don't want her to come. So that's a tough position for her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she should have a talk with her mom and be like, hey, mm-hmm. if they're going to come, mm-hmm. we need to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. I agree. Also, why are you going to say that to your daughter? <sighs> so Your granddaughter. Up. Hey, <clears throat> they love your brother more than you because that's i mean there are some people out there that are just so toxic and it'd be different if you know she couldn't stand her own mom mm-hmm. and be like hey you know what you kind of dug your hole mm-hmm. this is why we don't want to invite you but that's not the case that's a tough position and that's when you should have a conversation like hey we need to set boundaries i think that if the wife wants her mother to come to christmas then she should be in charge of watching the mother and watching what she says and making sure those boundaries are enforced because if no one else wants her there that's fair and then also i think that they need to have talks with the kids and whoever and be like you know sometimes grandma likes to say some things just to because sometimes she hurts other people and blah blah just like kind of prepare the kids for that too but if the wife wants her then the wife should be responsible for letting her come that's how i mean her wife his wife that she wants her mom there She should be responsible for her mom and what she says and does. That's what I think. I mean, no one's responsible for what, like, anyone else says. No. You can't control that, but she should be, when they meet, she's, like, doing that. And you need to pull her aside and be like, you need to stop. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're making everyone uncomfortable. You're ruining, like, yeah. what was it, Christmas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Christmas. That's what I would say. Oh, you're just not going to invite it next year. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard. I'm having this kind of like similar conversation with another one of my friends who has a very toxic, she's a very toxic mother. I'm not going to say any more than that, except that I think personally that she should go low contact to no contact with her because this woman is very manipulative, very intelligent, has very narcissistic traits, like actual narcissistic traits, not just throwing the word around like every fucking person does. And she tears people down. And I'm like, honestly, I just don't think it's healthy. No, and it's hard when you're in that, like, bubble. But it's hard for this person because that's their mom. That's what I mean. Like, it's hard to be in this box with your mom because that's all you know. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you're in the inside, not the outside looking in, Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to see. Yeah. A lot of the toxic traits because you're like, well, that's just my mom. It is. And even when you do start to see it, it's hard because you love them. 
Yeah. And you're like, I love this person. That's my mom. And it's also hard to relate to some of this stuff because I do not have a toxic mom. Mm -hmm. My mom is wonderful. Yeah. So sometimes it just makes me sad that people have to deal with stuff like that. For sure. I don't know. I would be upset for like ever if my mom told my daughter, hey, they love your brother more than you. That's really fucked up. She's 13. Of course she's going to believe that. Yeah. I mean, 13 is such a hard age anyway. Middle school was like the worst time of my life. So, I don't know. Mm. Like, why would you? That's just horrible. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree with you. So we both think the mother-in-law is a bigger a-hole. Yeah. 80% 80% of people agree with us. Yeah, and, you know, her husband just, he doesn't want his children upset. He sees mm-hmm. a toxic, and mm-hmm. he's like, hey, we need to yeah. not bring this negativity into our household. That I understand. I completely understand that, too. Um, it, like, it's like I said, if the wife, once her there, then the wife can like, like, get like enforce a fly, the boundary. Like a fly swatter. Yeah. Every time she says something, no. A spray bottle, <laughs> like spray her a little bit. Bad, bad grandma. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> god people like that are ridiculous okay i'm glad neither of us have toxic parents either all right five am i the asshole for saying i won't come to christmas at my in-laws if i can't wear a hat (laughs) okay okay um for context. Well, my boyfriend would be very upset. Yeah. What? Yeah. He lives in hats. He lives in hats. He would be like, I can't go. Yeah. No one can see my head. He's like Luke from Gilmore Girls in that way. He's well, everyone thinks hat. he's bald because you always see him with a hat on. Yeah. He's not bald. He has a wonderful set of hair. Just put, throwing it out there. Hats are bad for your but, hair, too, if you wear them all the time. I know, but that's how much he wears <clears throat> hats that people think he's bald. I know. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be good for his hair if he wears them all the time. Wait, is this from my boyfriend? Is this posted? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a woman. Okay. Yeah. For context, I, 25 female, got married in November. My mother-in-law doesn't really like me. At Thanksgiving, I was having a really bad hair day, so I wore a black leather cap, a dressier Ivy-style one, which my husband said looked great on me. At the holiday, she was hostile, even more so than at prior gatherings I'd been to, and my hubby said that his mother said it was because I wore a hat, but I know it was just an excuse. I told my mother-in-law I wouldn't come to Christmas with them, then blocked her number and Facebook. My husband is trying to keep us both happy because he doesn't like conflict. He wants me to come to one more celebration to see if maybe people are getting used to me. He's told his mom. Yeah. <laughs> this is so bad. I'm that's, sorry. That sounds pretty hey, fucking bad. you should get used to my wife. Yeah, that's bad. That. If people are getting used to her, what's to get used to? I need to know what's what's going on here. Mm. He's told his mom that she needs to be nice and treat me as part of the family since I am. And then if I feel unwelcome at Christmas like I did at Thanksgiving, we won't attend future events. I understand why he wants to give her one final chance. Marriage is about compromise and I get that he doesn't want to cut her off since she's his mother. But I just don't want to be involved with her unless I have to. I wanted to see if my mother-in-law was listening to him, so I asked my husband to request that I be allowed to wear the same hat to Christmas. <laughs> I'm making a face here because I'm like, Stay toxic, friends. Literally stay toxic. My husband said he thought I'd worn it because I had a bad hair day, but for me this time, it's as a statement that they shouldn't treat me as an outsider, whether it's because I wear hats all the time or they just don't like me. 
If they won't let me wear a hat, what else are they going to restrict about me? Okay. Let me be me or I won't come. Period. My husband agreed and relayed this to his mom, and she's been asking him why he married the devil. (laughs) Ouch! He's growing tense with me, and I told him I'll probably have to pick a side sooner or later and that I never intended it that way. He spent last night at a friend's house because he needed to think. I feel bad because I care about him and I know conflict stresses him out. I told him to text me when he was ready to talk. He hasn't yet. My friends think that my hat request was unnecessary and maybe I strained my relationship with my husband. I think he just needed space to think out because conflict stresses him out. So I got to ask, am I the asshole for saying I won't come if I don't wear a hat? And this is by user. You should be black. Be, you should be la- Oh, you should be laughing six. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I agree with the aspect that she said it's not about the hat. Like, she, I understand she wants to wear a hat, bad hair day. You shouldn't give her shit about that. And I get it. Was more, it wasn't the hat. It was just her. Mm-hmm. And that was an excuse. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's more to this story. Literally thinking the same thing. That there's probably reasons why they don't like her. I agree completely. And she probably shouldn't have hashtag stay toxic. <laughs> stay toxic. Wear the hat again. Agreed. And like insisted on it. Yeah. And like for his mom that. to call her the literal devil, it's not about the hat, bitch. What's going on? There's got to be more reasons. What's going on here? And just the fact that she's like, well, he's going to have to pick a side. I'm like, girl, you sound toxic. Like, this doesn't sound like the first thing. And, like, the fact that his family has to get used to her. What does that mean? Yeah, I think there's there's more to the story than that's being said. She sounds kind of outrageous. She sounds... She's extra. Yeah. Well, I'm extra. but But not in that way. Like, I think she's, like... I can imagine her being, like, kind of, like, poking and prodding at him to, like, do what she wants. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. I think that maybe she's causing some strain in the relationship between husband and mother and her relationship with her and his mother based on her personality. Like, I don't know. There's just more here. And I, I don't think a mom would call someone the devil for wearing a fucking hat. No. There's, there's way there's more, more to it than story. that. And just the fact that because of that, like, he, like, went and stayed with his friends. Well, no you way. have to get used to it, which means it's not, other family members have to get used to it, which mm-hmm. means there's reasons why they don't like her either. Yeah, and I doubt, like, the hat was, like, this thing that he has to go think about. Like, nah, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. There's more to this story. What are, what are, what's that poll? Uh, we think the woman is the bigger asshole, right? Not the mother-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's see. <clears throat> no way. The mother-in-law? No, 51% agree with us, but 49% think the mother is. Because they're probably thinking, like, oh, well, that's stupid, a hat, because why would she throw a hissy fit yeah. over a hat while the 51% is like us and be like, you know what, I think there's a little more here than that's yeah. not being said. There are some Reddit threads where you're like, mm, there's more to the story, bitch. There's more to the story. And she'll probably, like, post <laughs> it, and then if she wins, she'll be like, look, husband, see, everyone's agreeing with me. 
I love the ones where like they're like, I don't think I'm the asshole, but I'm gonna post it, and then they're like, edit, okay, I'm the asshole, I get it, and we're like, yeah, bitch, yeah, you are, you little shit. <coughs> That's how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah, there's there's more to there's that way story, more to the story. Honey. And whether it's like she's a bitch or the mom's a bitch or they're both bitches and they butt heads because they both suck. No, like for me, for whoever my mother-in-law is, or even if guys I've dated with their moms, like I want to do everything I can to like please your mom and get along with your mom and make her important to me because she's important to you. And for some reason she doesn't like me, then it's on her. Yeah. There, yeah. Yeah. I will go out of my way Mm -hmm. and I will go out of my way and go out of Mm -hmm. my way. And if you still don't like me, there's something else I can do. I've tried. Parents like me, so. Parents like me, too. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean. I make the effort. Like I said. <coughs> Sorry, guys. They're important to you. They're going to be important to me. And it mm-hmm. should be vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so to there, it just sounds like she just didn't give a fuck. Exactly. And, and like making her husband choose sides. Yeah. And she's probably like, hey, Over my mom stupid. wants to do this. And you're like, no, we're not going to do mm-hmm. it because I don't like your mom. So it's probably like her not liking her yeah. mom. Her not liking his mom and then pushing them further away mm-hmm. and doing stuff. And that's probably like the, mo- the mother's like, hey. Yeah. She's a and, bitch. And getting used to the fiance or the, the wife. I'm like, why do they need to get used that's to you? Such what is going on? That's such a bad scene. got to get used to. Yeah. Ooh. And like, okay, it's different. If like, if it was like, if it was like my mother-in-law was like verbally abusing my kid or like hurting or like, like yeah, saying like before. Or making hey, meth. My- you know, making that. <laughs> Let's keep going back to breaking that. Can't help it. Can't help it. But yeah, I, I would be like, it's a choice that her or me. But something like this over a fucking hat, you're going to be like, you have to make a sign. You have to make a stand. Bitch, what? No, I don't like it. I don't no, like it. No, the story before that, it's more like, hey, you need to take a side. Mm-hmm. Me or your mom mm-hmm. because your mom is toxic AF. Toxic AF, yeah. So yeah. I think she's the asshole. Sorry. It's like an in-law theme here. In-law holiday. Yeah. Well, it, I think it's a holiday themed like, am I the asshole thing. Wherever it In-laws sucks. are hard. Yeah. Not right. every in-law, but. A lot of them can be. Yeah. You're bringing two families <clears throat> together. You're not always going to mesh. All right. Six. Am I the asshole for telling my wife she ruined Christmas? Ooh. That's pretty bad. Hold on. Ooh. I am an atheist. My wife is religious. My parents are split and I grew up with a terrible dad. I told myself that when I have a kid, I don't want to be anything like him. Christmas is one of the few holidays I care about. It's when everyone is around family and is happy. I wanted my kid to have those moments. My wife said that, oh God, I already hate this. Okay. My wife said that holidays like Halloween or Christmas are pagan and we aren't allowed to celebrate them. I tried giving kids candy one year for Halloween and she became upset. We both agreed that when we had a kid, we would start celebrating Christmas for at least a few years because we both celebrated as kids. Our daughter was born this year and we planned Christmas. Her mother visited us last week. And when I told her how we were doing Christmas this year, she made a face and went, "Ugh, that's a pagan holiday. We all went to the store and got a tree and lights and her mother even bought us a reindeer decoration. After that day, I noticed that my wife seemed indifferent about Christmas. Yesterday, I started to set up the tree. I was having trouble and asked for help. She jokingly said she wasn't helping. Eventually, I asked again for help, and she wouldn't come near the tree. I asked if she was serious, and she replied, Yes, you're doing Christmas, so you do the tree. 
I asked if she was at least going to do the lights or even touch the tree, and she said no to both. We started arguing, and she basically said she never wanted to do Christmas to begin with, and she was allowing us to have a tree. I got upset and said I would be returning everything. I took down the tree and threw it back in the box. She asked what I was doing, and I yelled that she ruined Christmas. She told me to leave the reindeer her mother brought. Everything else I returned. The next day, I said that she lied to me by agreeing to do it with me and then not wanting to participate. I also blamed her for allowing her mother to influence her. She got upset at me for calling her a liar and thinking her mother had any influence, then left. She texted me that I misunderstood her and she would have done the lights once I did the tree. I called her a liar and reminded her that she told me no when I explicitly asked her if she would help with the lights or even touch the tree. She came back and I told her that she ruined an important family memory that I wanted to make for us. And just because you put up a tree doesn't mean you now believe in a different God or whatever. I reminded her that I do things I don't believe in all the time for her church wants, prayers, etc., And the fact that she won't even go near a tree is crazy. At this point, I started crying. I've never cried in front of her and I almost never cry in general. She then offered to help with the lights, but I'd still have to do the tree myself. I said, that it was too late and that the memory was ruined. I told her that this was important to me years before we even had a baby. Am I the asshole? Throw away Christmas 31 user. I'm sorry, guys. I'm getting over being sick. Well? I'd be upset. I'm, like, sentimental and sensitive about that stuff. So, like, personally, I'd be upset. and be like, you told me you are going to do <clears throat> it and then you backed out of it. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts. You go ahead. I have you go ahead. so many fucking thoughts. Um, Let it out. First of all, thank you for acknowledging that Christmas and Halloween stem from pagan holidays. <laughs> I'm very happy that you admitted that. So happy. Thank you so much. Thank you for the, um, the little nod of recognition. So great. Second of all, who fucking cares? I hate people that are so religious but they're like, well, my kids can't go out because that's a that's a Satan holiday. First of all, we pagans do not celebrate Satan. So literally go fuck yourself. We're not like devil worshipers. Unless you're a Satanist or a Luciferian. Whatever. Do what you do. But in general, witches do not worship the devil. So fuck yourself. Two, this isn't about you. This is about the kid and making Christmas for the kid. And it's not revolving around sin. It's literally candy and giving gifts to each other because you love one another and you're celebrating the Christmas spirit, you fucking asshole. And second, you're just going to like refuse to help him with the tree, even though he's like, he's like, hey, this is important to me. I grew up with a really bad dad and I want Christmas to be this really special occasion. I'm an atheist and I still just want to celebrate Christmas with my kid. Doesn't have to have religious connotations. Fuck you. I don't like her. I don't like her. I say divorce. Divorce. So she's the asshole. She's the asshole. She's a fucking selfish bitch. Get out of here. I hate people like that. Take your fucking religious crazy bullshit and get out of my place. Go live on a fucking island with some Jehovah's fucking witnesses and leave us regular people the fuck alone. Thank you so much. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do okay. people agree with you? Let's see. Yeah, 90% 90%? The spouse who won't help put up the Christmas tree is the bigger asshole. I mean, marriage is compromise. You do have to compromise on things. I agree. And he was like, hey, Clearly I had your a really mom bad was like influencing, like, mm-hmm. this is stupid. So, yeah, no, I don't like that bitch. I, I, I got that. I think I took that away. 
I can't stand people like that. Satan's holiday. Fucking educated. But think about it. You, he gets excited. He buys the tree. He buys the stuff. You do it with him. And he's like, yay, we can put it up. Mm -hmm. And then just imagine, no, I don't want to do that. You like take it away from him just like that. Like, I won't even touch it because that's like a devil tree. 90%. I like it. God, I hate that. I don't like that bitch. Sorry. All right. Number seven. Am I the asshole for refusing to host New Year's? (laughs) I'm already going to say no because I fucking hate New Year's. Uh, wait till I tell you about my New Year's. <laughs> I'll tell you about mine. It was pretty chill. But anyway, so my husband, 32 male, and I, 30 female, purchased a large house about a year ago. One thing you need to know about me is that I have severe social anxiety. I hate having people in my house. I feel like my home is a safe haven where I get to go away from other people. Same. This has caused tension between my husband and me in the past because he rarely gets to have friends over. In my opinion, other people aren't entitled to our house, but I do try to compromise for my husband. The incident. New Year's is coming up soon, and my family was talking about what they wanted to do to celebrate. The topic of where the annual New Year's party would be hosted came up. I guess since I now own a house, my family members just assumed that I would be hosting this year. When this assumption was brought to my attention, I immediately shut it down. I explained to them that I was not going to host a whole party just because I own a house. They all proceeded to jump down my throat and call me selfish for refusing to host. Even my husband is on their side. He said that I was being very inconsiderate and I was being unfair because all of my other family members live in tiny apartments. He also told me that I'm always undermining his position in the home and he should have a say in what goes on in the house too. Everyone is telling me that I need to get a grip on reality and stop being such a recluse. Am I the asshole? And that is throw RA party underscore prob. <laughs> you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Uh, uh, I see both sides, so you go first. Here's the thing. I have severe social anxiety as well, and I don't really like having parties at my house for the same type of reason. However... If Matt wanted to have something, like, very once in a while, like, I would absolutely, like, let him. I'd be like, sure, once in a while, fine. Especially if, like, everyone else lived in, like, little houses. Now, I don't think that it should just be automatically assumed that just because you live in a big house, you're throwing a party. However, if her husband really wanted to, like, I'm sure that, like, they could figure something out because it does sound like she's kind of a recluse. And I understand I can be a total hermit. But if your husband sometimes wants to do some things, there needs to be some compromise. And you can't just immediately yeah. shut down like everything that's thrown out. Like, and I am saying this as someone with social anxiety that gets really bad sometimes. Like I fully shut down sometimes. I shut down at that Christmas party of my boyfriend's. Like I told you about that. I was texting you all night because I yeah. was like, I hate this. But, like, I don't know. It just, it sounds like there needs to be compromises. And I don't think that her family would have jumped down her throat unless she said it in a really, like, cold, bitchy way. Or unless there's something else to the story. So, that's kind of how I feel about it. I think she's kind of being an asshole. But I also understand. So, I'm kind of, I'm a little torn here. that's why i see both sides but i do think compromise needs to be made especially when she's like we barely have friends over and my husband doesn't like that yeah so i'm like how come he can't have his friends over and you just go somewhere else in the house totally 
If it's a big house, like you can have yeah, your own space. Just go and to just your, do own your own space. Thing. Have mm-hmm. him with his friends. That's fine. You don't need to have mm-hmm. people over. And yeah. if it gets too much, then go somewhere else in the house. Like if you mm-hmm. have the party or something, just I be do like, that hey, I need to take a breather. Hell yeah, I've done that before. My New Year's, <clears> I texted you. Like I, I shut down because when I'm overstimulated about certain things, it causes very bad anxiety. So, for example, we were playing a drinking game, and there was so much... I don't know what was going on. I still didn't understand the game at all. Mm -hmm. And there was so much chaos, and it was loud, and people are, like, yelling at each other, and they're telling me certain things, like, just do this, just do this, even after I'm like, I don't want to play anymore, I don't want to play, and they're like, Mm -hmm. just do it, just do it, just do it. There was so much going on. Mm -hmm. I get overstimulated, and if that causes too much anxiety, I will have a panic attack, and Mm -hmm. it's like the panic attack where I need to go sit on the floor. Yeah. And, like, hunker down, like, get away from me. Yeah, I do that, too, for sure. And so, like, sometimes in those social situations, that can happen to me. Yep. So I kind of understand that, too. Mm -hmm. And at least with your own house, you have somewhere to go. I'm like, I have nowhere to go. Yeah. I met my brothers. Like, where do I go? And it was just – and, like, I told you, I'm like, I don't know if it's a thing, but just overstimulation, man. I don't know what's going on, and there's so much going on around me where I'm like, I can't keep up with what's happening. I panic. That I mean, that's uh, that is definitely a thing. I have like a whole board on like uh, my Pinterest about mental health, and like people like get overstimulated very easily, um, and like they just kind of shut down or they stim or like they do something because they can't handle all the overstimulation. So yeah, this is kind of why I don't really like throwing parties, really. And if my boyfriend wanted to, like we, I, I would for him, but I kind of prefer what I do, which is like going to a restaurant, seeing all the people I love, having a nice dinner. We can linger at the table if we want to. And then we go home and there's no cleanup and there's no stragglers, you know, and mm-hmm. there's no having to make the house look perfect and like being like, oh God, did I put this away? Like, is this, is this there? Does, is it clean enough? Like, how am I going to do all these dishes? Like there's, there's none of that worry. There's none of that. Like, Oh my God, it's 2am and I'm exhausted. Will you just fucking leave? Well, that's why they did the party early, which was smart. My brother did the party <laughs> at six o'clock and that way yeah. New Year's hit. No, Can we go? Be like midnight. Yeah. Woo-hoo, bye. Yeah. I just don't like house parties anymore. I just don't. I just, I feel. No, I but feel, my point was ugh. you can, if it's at your house, yeah. you have somewhere to go. You can go somewhere. Yeah. And if it's not your house, it's like, where do I go? Exactly. Or I'm like, I need, I had to get out of the room. Yeah. I was like, I, this is too much. Yeah. This is too chaotic. And I don't like chaos, especially when I don't know what's going on. I get overstimulated really easily and can also have panic attacks or like what happened at my boyfriend's Christmas party. And like, I totally disassociated from my body and just wasn't there. <clears throat> and sometimes at like parties I've been at, like, I have to leave and just go take a walk because I'm stressed. I've or done like, that many yeah, times. Yeah. Or like even if I'm visiting like a boyfriend's family or friend's family or my family, sometimes I'm like, I just need to be alone and I just take a walk because I'm like, I can't handle this. No, because I'm so close to just like sitting on the floor and mm-hmm. like it's too much. And I don't think people understand. <clears throat> yeah. That never happened. The don't get panic attacks will not understand what that's like. And it's a horrible feeling. Horrible. And it comes on so fast. Like anxiety mm-hmm. is terrible. Anxiety is awful. It's not just like being scared or nervous. Like it's a literal like 
the walls are closing in and your heart is racing and you're sweating and you're like, you're freaking out. Like everything is too loud. It's too much. Like the sensory overload is just like getting to you. And you're like, if I literally don't get five seconds of peace, I'm going to fucking like literally just die or something. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And I told you, I just went to like a surprise birthday party for someone. I don't even fucking know. Yeah. I wasn't even introduced to this person. Yeah. That would stress me out. It did. It it stressed me out then. I knew it was going to stress me out at this party because I'm like, I feel like a stranger in someone else's home because you all know each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know you that well. I don't relate to a lot of you guys and your lifestyle. And so my anxiety was so high. Mm -hmm. And when my anxiety gets high, I shut down because like, I don't know how to act in the situation because I'm so uncomfortable. I don't want to fucking be here. Yeah. And it's horrible. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't know where to go because it's not my home. Yeah. That's the worst. So, I still think she's the asshole because at least with her home, she has somewhere mm-hmm. to go. I think I'm split 50-50 on it. Maybe 60-40, and I think she's being the bigger asshole, but I, I understand where she's coming from. I do. But I also understand but where her husband's coming from. I would rather probably throw it, go yeah. somewhere in my house, be like, I need to take a minute. Yeah. I can decompress. I know where to go. But if sure. I'm stuck at someone else's place, yeah, I have nowhere to go. Yeah, I know how I feel that. Like, when I'm at my sister's house, and I love her to pieces, but, like, their house is, like, a party house. Like, they're always inviting people over. They're making a bunch of food and stuff, which, like, sometimes it's fun. But, like, I think the last time I was there, I, like, shut the door to, like, the place I was, like, and I shut off the lights, and I just played Harry Potter, and I was, like, wrapped up in a blanket. I was, like, I I can't. You guys are exhausted. I'm too tired. I just want to go to bed. It also, like, makes it worse when, like, the situation you're at or the party you're at, like, you know, the party I was just at when it's, like, cringy. Mm. And you're like, oh, this is just making everything worse. Ugh, I hate My that. My anxiety is in overdrive. Secondhand embarrassment is sometimes almost worse than firsthand embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. Secondhand cringe can be pretty terrible. I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I've had a couple <clears throat> rough party stuff yeah. going on. I'm like, eh. yeah. I'm getting too uh, I'm so parties. socialized out right now. So it's ridiculous. I got it. What did, what did the percentage say? 46% said the spouse who won't host the New Year's is the bigger a-hole. And 54% said the husband and the family are the bigger a-hole. So kind of almost evenly split again. Okay, that's about kind of what we're saying. It's like 50-50. Like, it's, you see both sides to it. But I'd also be frustrated if I was the husband. I'm like, you don't do anything. I just want to have a party. Yeah. I don't know. Or like he can host it and she can just come. I'm used to hosting. I've I've had so many parties. You have, yeah. So to me, I love hosting. It's not a big deal. But like I said, I have somewhere to go if I'm like, yeah. Y'all are stressing me out. My own home. Yeah. I'll go in my basement if I have to. Yeah, if no. I'm stuck at your house, whew, mm-hmm. anxiety rises. I'm like, I've taken many walks before. I've yeah. like I've been with people and I've just left and yeah. went on a walk. And where do you go? And I'm like, I just need to go away from y'all. Yeah. No, I'll host a dinner like at a restaurant. I'll ask people to come, but I'm not. I don't. I threw too many parties when I was younger. I was a party queen, and I'm, I'm out partied now. I'm like, y'all, just, we can just go to dinner and call it a day. <laughs> I threw, like, so many parties as a kid, and, like, a young fucking teen and early 20s. Like, oh, God, I can't. Does the situation help you if your boyfriend comforts you and makes it easier? Yes, and if he doesn't, it makes it harder. Yep. Okay. Let's make sure we're on the same page. Yep. We're definitely on the same yep. page on that okay. one. Yep. 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 Just gonna say it. Okay. Um, all right, let's go to eight. 
Um, am I the asshole for making my partner decide whether he wants to go to a New Year's Eve party with me or nicotine? Oh, no. I'm already like shit. Okay. Um, when my partner, 29 male, and I, 34 female, moved in together a few years back, it was on the condition that he give up smoking. It was tough for him, but he successfully gave it up, dot, 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 for a while. Since then, he has relapsed a few times. It does upset me, but I understand addiction enough not to take it too personally. I encourage him to quit each time, which he does. I don't believe he would ever be able to quit if it were just down to pressure from me, but also he's only ever been able to quit with my help. I probably haven't been perfect, often pushing him further than he is comfortable with at the moment, like by making him talk to me until a craving goes away or throwing away his nicotine so that he has to make an active decision to buy more, but it works. I see this as being supportive, but I get that it's also mixed in with self-serving motives as I want him to quit. A few times, however, he has relapsed and hidden it from me for a couple of weeks. I have told him over and over again that hiding things in line is very hurtful and corrodes the trust in our relationship. Cut to a couple of days ago. He admitted to me that he has been hiding a relapse, only this time he has been vaping for about four months. That's a lot of lying. I think my upset over the deception is maybe clouding my judgment. He told me that he came clean because the burden was too much, but his actions make it seem as if he only told me because his addiction is pushing him to smoke more, so I would have found out anyway. He has told me he wants to give up again, but not right away. I've accepted that as I get that he needs to work himself up to the right place mentally. Finally, to the question. We're planning to go to his friend's party for New Year's. I told him that I would not have an enjoyable night if he was smoking in front of me, so he needs to choose between laying off for one evening or me not coming. If he chooses nicotine, I will probably stay at home or tag along with another friend and leave him to go to his friend's party alone. He called me controlling and said that I shouldn't force him to make a choice like that. I think I am being reasonable. He's managed evenings together over the past few months, so I am only asking him to do the same thing as he would have done a few days ago if he had carried on lying to me. Am I the asshole for saying I will only go to the party if he doesn't smoke that evening? And that is by nicotine or me, username. You're a vapor, so I'm going to let you take this one. (laughs) I was going to say, I had a conversation with my uncle Neil once, who um, worked in the prison system in Philadelphia. And, like, he talked to so many people that were, like, no, nicotine was harder for me to give up than fucking crack. I believe it. It's hard. It's really fucking hard. And I thought he was actually smoking cigarettes, but he's, like, vaping. And I'm like, why are you so mad about vaping? Like, what's the problem? I don't think she's mad about the vaping. It sounds like she's mad that he lied about it. But she also doesn't want him to vape around her for the New Year's Eve party. And she's also, like, always pushing him to quit, which I understand. But honestly, I do think that's, like, not really up to her. I'm kind of like the person, like, if you're going to vape, then just don't do it around me. Like, if that upset me so much, this is not talking about, like, you or anything. Sure. This is my significant other. I can handle vaping. I can't handle cigarette smoke. It's really hard. It's I do think she's being a little controlling. And as someone that has struggled with addiction, with alcohol, and with smoking, it's fucking difficult. It's not easy. And, like, I fucking gave up alcohol and I still struggle with other stuff, like, obviously vaping. I don't even, like, I, I don't, it's, like, I just get, like, heated about this because, like, you can't force someone to give up something when they're not ready to 
and like being like it's me or the nicotine when he's just admitted to you that he's been doing it for four months and you're gonna make him like that's that's gonna be kind of hell for him so i i'm on his side unfortunately like i feel for him i really do i'm like oh dude man giving up smoking is so fucking hard and like I mean, even if he wanted to vape New Year's Eve, what's the big deal? Why can't he just go off for a second vape? Because I'm not doing it in front of Literally, you. Literally, that's what I've done in the past. So I just like that. Go I don't somewhere. see that as a big deal. Neither. Yeah. It's not like you're going to taste cigarette smoke when they vape. It, yeah, exactly. I think she's being a bit controlling. I understand wanting to get rid of a bad habit. I understand wanting to support your significant other. But, like, the fact that he came clean and he's, like, still struggling with this and he's not, like, quite ready to give it up yet. Like, bitch, that's not your call. I'm sorry, but it's not your call. That's his call. Well, if you can't handle it that much, then move on. Yeah. Exactly. But what are, what's the poll? Let's see. I'm really I'm curious. <clears throat> wow. 67% said the partner who hid their vaping is the bigger a-hole. I disagree. How, how much? 67 Damn. Yeah. Sorry. I disagree. I mean, I guess like hiding it sucks, but well, like, I don't like the hiding part. Just I don't like I don't the hiding like, part. I don't like either. liars. Li- I don't like lying either. I can't either. stand that. And then he should have came clean from the get go. Like, <laughs> I would. I respect you more if you come clean like mm-hmm. right away. <clears throat> I agree, but I. I mean, I don't think the post was about the lying. The post was about the ultimatum. I don't know. I just. I don't like ultimatums like that. I just think it's <laughs> fucking stupid. So whatever. Maybe I'm biased. Bleh. You're a vapor. Yeah, I'm biased a little bit. I just don't like smokers. I'm not saying as a person, but I can't date a smoker. That's fine. Everyone's different. Why would you like, and like, why would this woman start like dating a smoker if she doesn't like smokers or even vaping? Yeah, why would you get into that relationship? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, whatever. Okay. Are you ready for the last one? Yes. Am I the asshole for stealing, that's in quotes, a dress from my mother-in-law and wearing it to her New Year's Eve party? Oh, geez. Okay. Mother-in-law is tricky. Mother-in-laws can be really fucked up. (laughs) That reminds me. I'll tell it after this. My mother-in-law has been really awful in the past. My husband supports me, and I'm aware that no contact is an option, but it wasn't what worked best for us. She's a little better now, but she likes to get a rise out of me, and I've had to learn how to not react. She has even admitted she does it for fun, and I'm not the only person she does it to. She likes high school mean type girl antics. Oh, I know women like that. Mm -hmm. I had a lot of reason to believe that she would do something to upstage me at my wedding. That is very much her MO, and at the time, I hadn't learned to ignore her. I was very stressed and already feeling insecure as a bride, and my mother-in-law's mother-in-law told me she would handle it and to just not worry. Oh, God. My mother-in-law, why does this always happen, showed up in a sparkly white dress. It was brighter than mine, and her mother-in-law did take care of it for me with a travel mug of coffee, sitting out for hours, not hot, and a chocolate cupcake to the ass. I love the mother-in-law's mother-in-law. What a bad bitch. My mother-in-law's mother-in-law. seems mother-in-law. to be a common theme with mother-in-laws and white and... No, literally, I have so much to say about this. But my mother-in-law's mother-in-law also had a couple of my mother-in-law's dresses in the other room so she could change. We love the mother-in-law's mother-in-law. We love. My mother-in-law took the white dress off and tossed it in the trash. My friend pointed out that the label on the dress, the label on the dress, and couldn't believe my mother-in-law had just tossed it because it was such an expensive brand. 
I took it out of the trash and held on to it just to see if it could be salvaged. And I took it to a great cleaner. My feeling is she put it in the trash and it was a nice dress. My mother-in-law always has a cocktail party on New Year's Eve and I decided to wear it because I don't have a ton of dresses I like. And to be honest, I didn't think she would notice. She did notice and demanded to know if I'd stolen her dress. I said she put it in the trash. My mother-in-law got mad and said that her husband didn't buy that dress so I could wear it and I'm sneaky for taking it out of the trash. My mother-in-law's husband actually said I was in the clear because she did throw it away. My mother-in-law got over it quick enough, but I did hear her telling someone that what telling someone that I did that to annoy her. My husband was also slightly embarrassed that his mom and stepdad know I wore something out of the trash and said it is fine that I took it, but I shouldn't have worn it at the party. User anonymous. What do we think? You have lots of words on this. <laughs> Listen, I <laughs> I love Reddit and law stories about crazy mother-in-laws. And there's so fucking many. And the, the amount of mother-in-laws that show up to weddings in white dresses. What? what is it? What is it with you guys? Why? Because they don't want to give up their son. And they don't like the daughter-in-law. So they're like, I'm going to upstage this bitch. That's generally what it is. Don't wear white to someone else's wedding. Don't do it. It's not okay. Literally fuck yourself. Do not wear white to someone else's wedding. Do not wear white to someone's bachelorette or engagement party. Don't wear white if it's anything bridal. Just fucking don't. Why is that a thing? I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think she should have worn it around her mother-in-law again. That's a little weird. But at the same time, it's kind of like... She's probably like, you throw stuff in my face. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, she did show up in that dress at her wedding. And was going to just wear a sparkly, bright white dress, whiter than the bride. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. And if you're a mean girl... Fuck you. Not, I'm sorry. I'm on the daughter-in-law's side. I'm on her side. She tried to upstage her at her wedding. She, the mother-in-law's a mean girl. Petty revenge, yes, but I'll take it. Hashtag. Hashtag petty. Stay toxic. Hashtag stay toxic. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. I've seen too many things about crazy mother-in-laws. And I do remember, this is what I was going to say. I was dating this guy in high school and his mother absolutely fucking hated me. The only mother that love did. you. The only mother that did. Why does she hate you? To be fair, I was a mess in high school. Is that the one that walked in on you having sex? No. Okay. That was my other high school love. Um, no. Um, to be fair, I was still in love with my ex. And I was anorexic and an alcoholic. So I understand. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't like me either? I wouldn't like me either. However... I mean, I talked to someone else who knew her and they're like, oh no, she's, she's just a bitch. And his sister actually hated me too. And when I saw her again, I tried to be really nice and she totally fucking ignored me. So, okay, bitch, I'm a bigger person. (laughs) Tried to be nice to you. Tried to include you. You still were a bitch to me, even though I've been sober for like, at that point, 11 years. And also like your brother and I stopped dating when I was fucking 19 and I'm like a grown ass woman now, but fine. Fine, bitch. You want to be that way? I don't fucking care. I have so, I've heard so many things about you, but it's fucking fine. You know what? Whatever. I'm moving on. Narrator, it wasn't fine. It wasn't fine. But I have not had a trouble with a mother-in-law since. Like, I mean, you know my ex-husband. Like, I loved his mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely, I absolutely adored his mother. I adored her. I still adore her. I think she's fucking amazing. And, like, I mean, obviously, you know T, like, his mom... I know. She was, like, obsessed with you. She loved me. 
I mean, she might hate me now, like, understandably also, because that was a messy end of her thing. But, I mean, in the relationship, she loved me. And I think my boyfriend's mom now likes me. But I'm just saying, like, if I had ended up with the one high school mother-in-law, could I imagine her showing up with a white lacy dress? Probably. And then I'd be like, Montana. Like, like, no, you'd be like, Lexia, on it. Yeah, or you. I'd be like, Montana, here's, like, some wine. Go, like. Oh, throw. Or both of you. Like, oh, so sorry. Yeah, some, like, I'm some, so like, sorry. Like, chocolate milk and, like, you'll have red wine. She'll have chocolate milk. And it's, like, hit her from the side. Both sides. Can't salvage it. So sorry. I just see that all the time. Mother-in-laws hate their daughter-in-laws. And they're just, like, they'll try to upstage her at the wedding or, like, at, like, the birth or, like, just all kinds of stuff. At the birth? Yeah. What do you be doing at the birth? Oh, just, like, you know, like, you know, taking over and, like, saying, like, and wearing something, like, big and, like, and, like, demanding that, like, she be the center of attention and, like, she's in the room and not the mother. It's, like, a whole thing. Like, mother-in-laws are fucking crazy. I'm sorry. If I give birth, I think I want my mother-in-law. Mm, no. Probably, probably, I don't maybe. even want baby daddy in there. No, like, I told, why I want my mother-in-law mm-hmm. in there? No, I want my mom. I want my mom. Mostly I want my I just mom. want my mom. Yeah. Maybe my mother-in-law, but not one why who tries you, to upstage me. First, I, this is not a pretty scene. Exactly. You're, like, a mess. You're emotional. You're in pain. Yeah. You're shooting a watermelon out of a straw. Yep, you're pooping. And you want all these people in there? No, I don't want. I don't want my no. Girlfriend, no. Mm-mm, no. All I'm saying is, there are so many Reddit threads about mother-in-laws that try to upstage their daughter-in-laws, and it's crazy. Guilty pleasure. I love say yes to the dress. Never seen it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I was watching some episodes, and the moms can be so bitchy. And the, the mother-in-laws or the moms? Moms. The to moms. Their daughters? Yeah. This one mom came in and she saw this, like, almost completely sheer wedding gown with, like, strategic, like, diamond and lace placements. And while her daughter was trying on her own wedding dresses, the mom was like, I remember this. And, like, tried on the wedding dress by herself and then walked out while the daughter was walking out in her own wedding dress. And the stylist is like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I just wanted to try this on because I thought it was really pretty. Can I wear it to the wedding? And the daughter's like, mom, no. She's like, this is my day. And the stylist is like, can you take that off and go sit down on the couch and watch your daughter try on wedding dresses because this day isn't about you. And I was like, <laughs> Tell her. Just, like jealous of your own child? Literally insane. Insane. I, I live for this stuff. So we think the mother-in-law is the bigger asshole. Yeah, correct? for sure. Yeah. Let's What's see. the goal? 87% said the mother-in-law was a bigger asshole. Yeah. All right. Okay. 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 So, see, we, had, we agreed mostly with Brenda. There were a few. A few. Like the vaping guy. Listen, I am biased, <laughs> but, like, whatever. You know? I am trying to quit. I am. It's hard, okay? It's fucking hard. I can handle vaping. The vaping wouldn't bother me, but the cigarettes and all that stuff, no thank you. It's funny to me that, like, there are people, too, that, like, they'll vape and, like, they'll smoke weed, but they hate cigarettes and vaping, and I'm like, fuck you. Well, we had a lot to say. We had a lot to say. (laughs) Yeah. But I think we were mostly in agreement. Yeah, I think so. 
I'm usually we are. Uh-huh. Usually we are. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. If you guys like these Am I the Asshole things, like, let us know. Also, I'll put a poll out. But if you guys want to hear our, <laughs> our high school notes and stuff, let us know. And we'll do a whole episode reading embarrassing oh, notes from go. high school and live journal entries and maybe Zanga if I can That would be amazing. Go. Oh, God. <laughs> messages saved from myspace how i screenshotted them because i heard myspace was switching over so i went and screenshotted just a few messages so that i keep them in my phone shit always thinking ahead i have so many screenshots saved but the myspace ones are my favorite because they're like from my like first love and they're like amazing so. There was, like, this thing on Facebook where someone was like, wouldn't it be so cool if someone just, like, went to your Facebook page and, like, a song, you know, was playing. Oh, my and God. someone posted, they're like, well, clearly That's... I'm too old if. No one remembers MySpace. Yeah. It hurts. I know. I miss MySpace. MySpace was seriously, is still to me the best social media. Yeah, that's you ever could decorate existed. your background. You could have mm-hmm. whatever song you wanted. You had like your top list of peeps on there, and if like you top got eight. you got mad, you'd be like number two. Mm. You'd be like, well, this person's number one now. Yeah, that, I mean that caused a lot of fights in high school. Who was it on did. the top eight and the positions? You're like, oh, I was six and now I'm eight. The fuck? I know it's so serious. Or you're like, oh, I'm like off the top eight? Like, I thought we were friends, bitch, but you're going off mine too. Fuck you. I'm gonna put this person up next. Like, it was it was a mess. I think eventually I just started putting bands on there because I was tired of fighting. So I was like, here are my favorite bands. I'm... Well, your stomach and other would be like one, but then yeah. like when they weren't anymore, I'd be like, oh, someone broke up. Oh, Lord. It's I the know. drama there. Rough times. Also, we all learned how to code. Yeah. We all knew how to do like coding, like HTML shit. I spent hours on my MySpace. Hours! Me too. I, like, loved my MySpace. <sighs> I loved my MySpace, too. I wish we could go back and, like, look at it. I know. And if I really wanted to piss someone off, I would tell my friend to leave, like, a really bad comment about, like, that person. Because, like, everyone yeah. could see the comments and be like, oh, burn. I would try to make my boyfriend jealous all the time. Like, oh, your boyfriend has a small dick. Burn. Yeah. I did kind of like it, though, because, like, my first love in high school would post all these bulletins to guys, like, don't have a girlfriend. And I was like, oh, my God. Much. Thank you so much for loving me. Or he'd post on my fic- pictures and he'd be like, I'm the one that gets to rail you. And I was like, Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I still like that. Oh my God. Because I'm still toxic. So toxic bitches. <sighs> okay. So yeah, I'm going to put a poll up. You guys let us know. Um, and other than that, we will see you next time. Oh, that reminds me. I was going to tell you something. I will tell you off air. But it's about the podcast, but I'm not going to waste it here. So Oh, yeah, because I didn't hear that voice memo. <clears throat> oh. Is that what it was about? No. Oh, 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 actually, thank you for reminding me that. We do have to discuss that. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys, so I just heard from another podcast. And have you know, have you updated Apple? I can't get on Apple. <clears throat> no, I mean, just your iPhone. Have you updated your iPhone? Oh, yeah. Did you notice that the podcast app is totally different? Okay, maybe I didn't update it. No. Yeah, okay. So I'll try and show you. Um not the Spotify one, but the No, like what? the like Apple podcast. Like the little, oh, I haven't paid attention. Why? It's different. Um basically the layout of it is different when you're looking through a show. It's just like different than it was. And I heard that if you haven't subscribed or followed a podcast or listened to them in the last two weeks, 
They will disappear from your list, never to be seen again. So guys, please, if you are not following us, please follow and subscribe. We need that or we are going to disappear from your feed forever and you will never see us again. That's so depressing. People are losing, like, losing numbers left and right because of the Apple update. Great. So that's why we should probably post that on Instagram. Yeah, I'll make a PSA announcement about it. Do it, and I'll I'll post it on my Instagram. But guys, please, please, please follow this show, because we have more to say, and we always do. So thank you for reminding me of that. Forgot to say it. Yeah, and if we, the more we grow, the more episodes you'll get. Absolutely. I'm going to tell you something that I came up with earlier. But okay, okay, guys, um, we will see you soon. And thanks for bitching with us. So we bitch time. again. Yeah. Bye. Bye.